0: What
1: are you listening to? I know that. No, this is one that I know. Tom Brady's bordering now on god You gotta put the bourbon down and go to a doctor. All right, listen up, y'all. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Bump and Run. I'm Pete Santa joined, as always, by my good friend, Scott Bracey. How you feeling this week, bud? Hello,
0: hello. Feeling all right. Better than I did last week. Yeah. We're still, we're still going through it a little bit, but we're ready to rock and
1: roll. I told everybody when I was doing it solo, I said, you know he's sick. I said, because I even waited Thursday. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'll give it one more day. And then I'm like, yeah, when he says no, like four days in a row, that you know someone ain't feeling good. <laughs> and I was saying, like, have you had COVID? I don't think so. I You're never not tested sure? positive. Yeah, for I it, never. But did.
0: I, the three times I tested, I was negative. So I,
1: I, I'm pretty sure I did. But I also I didn't t- I didn't even get the test because I didn't feel that bad. And I was just saying how right. like for regular for younger people or healthier people, the flu is way worse than COVID. I mean, obviously when people are dying, that's that's bad. But yeah. like for most people, yeah. like I I have had way worse experiences with the flu than I had. Possibly with COVID, so I know how it just knocks the just the stuffing out of me, man. Like I was saying, like there's been times when I had the flu where I just like pick my head up off the pillow, like just got up from dude. the nap, and I'm like, yeah, no, and I just go straight back down, like nope, not I, I, don't, get,
0: I don't get sick often, but when I do, I do it, girl. I do it well. One do it all fever, the way. Yeah, like, I had I had a fire going, three blankets, a sweatshirt, and I was shivering. Like dude, it was all like I was. Oh my god, man, it was
1: well so the um the uh, coaching carousel continues to move, and we have some new hires this week, but I wanted to get your reaction from some of the hires from last week. um I talked about it you know when you weren't here, but I wanted to see what you thought about it. so obviously the big move was the head coaching move of Frank Wright going to Carolina. Your thoughts on that from their perspective and and from his perspective
0: so I'll start with my perspective. you know, I think you're with me here. we're both a big fan of his, yes his work with philly i think he got Host. i think they might i think they might have pulled the plug on him a bit early in indy but obviously Ursay had a plan with this jeff sari thing which was, was bizarre to begin with um i think it's a great move for carolina i told i had them on my top of my my free agent coaching list because they got a, they got a lot of money they have a they have an owner that's not afraid to spend it they have a they have some weapons they have a great defense that matt rule built up built, and they're all yeah. kind of cheap so I think you get a guy that's on the offensive side of the ball to fix that. They do need a quarterback, obviously. That's obviously a big deal. Um, but you know, it's P. a G. big Moore, deal they, though,
1: and that's why I guess that was the one thing that made me a little surprised that Frank Reich chose this particular job. You know, all of them don't have like great quarterback situations, but I was a little surprised that he would take it just because of the quarterback situation. They have a relatively high pick. They picked ninth, and you could probably package something and move up higher if you wanted to. Or yeah. If you felt well, like who you else who interviewed him? Well, so some of the people interviewed him as their offensive coordinator. I know right. the Jets wanted to talk to him. Exactly. I don't, I don't even know if they it, actually did or not, but I That's they why I think
0: to. he took the job, because I think that might have been Denver, didn't, Denver did not interview him. Arizona didn't. did not. It came from the Colts, so it wasn't going back there, and Houston's a nightmare. So I think if he's looking at it from, he wants to be head coach. He took the job that I think was the yeah, I guess only so. option for him maybe, but I get here's not. the
1: only reason I get a little nervous, and I I say this in this very specific situation. Um, usually, <clears throat> you get two chances as a head coach, hmm. and I wouldn't necessarily call Indianapolis a failure for him, but it's like you get to fail once, but if you looked competent at some point during that tenure, you'll get another job. But then that second job, you better kick some serious ass or else that's probably your last chance. And he's in his 60s, so. Is he that old now? I think so. So I, I was just surprised because I'm like, this is your second gig. I don't know if people look at him with the Colts as a failure. It didn't end well, obviously. It never ends well. But um, I don't know if this doesn't work out. I don't know if he gets another shot somewhere as a head coach. So that's the only thing that I was like, man, you're really taking a risk because you don't have a quarterback in place. There's a lot of plans. I was reading something today about them being very interested in trying to make a run at Derek Carr. Um, So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. So, who you know, there's a couple teams, including my Jets. So, you know, that, but that was the only reservation I would have had with that job. Everything else you said I agree with. Like, up-and-coming defense that is very young, got some weapons on the outside, like, and, I, and, you know. They ran
0: the ball better down the stretch without McCaffrey with the three-headed monster, too. So that's Yeah, no, for
1: sure. I do get a little nervous about the owner, Tepper. He's a little.
0: Yeah, flying the seat of his pants kind of guy. He,
1: he makes moves very, very quick. He's an impatient billionaire. I mean, yeah, you know what had, I'm saying? I wish
0: I had that problem. <laughs> yeah,
1: being a billionaire and finding <laughs> patience. Mm.
0: Yeah, let me see which one's better.
1: $20 an hour to find some patience. Um, so, yeah. All right, so what about this one? Um the Jets let go of Mike LaFleur and after an exhaustive search, uh, smacking my head, <laughs> you, your guy Nathaniel Hackett ends up with the job. I will tell you this, I tried not to be like overly reactionary about this hiring. Number one, they didn't ask me. So I kind of have to live with <laughs> with with what happens. Um but number you two, didn't floor,
0: you didn't get a full park area. In shocker, park? right? Yeah. Shocker.
1: Mike Cohen from the sports, sports nation, sports talk nation. He yeah. was on, made a couple comments last week. Maybe he cares what my opinion is, but the, the, the Jets organization wasn't asking. So, um, but I, and then I try to look at it and I say, well, you know, this the guy did do enough to get a shot as a head coach at a good organization, not a shithole. It wasn't. You know, the Texans. It wasn't like some some shitty organization. It was, Browns. It was a real good hire. He had to have interviewed well, had to have looked good, Well, you know, has a good reputation around the league. Um, failed miserably as a head coach. I don't look at him as an alpha, but he doesn't have to be an alpha here. And now he can concentrate fully, you know, on the offensive side of the ball without worrying about anything else. So I'm going to try to be positive about it, but I don't know. You were excited about – I mean, you were – you were feeling good. I don't know if excited is right, but before the season started or last year when they hired him, you thought this was a good hire. So yeah. take me back to that point and tell me now why the Jets should be encouraged.
0: Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, you know. Monday morning quarterback.
1: That's what I'm saying. Take me like to say take me prior to the this past horrendous Broncos. Well, you know, I thought
0: I well, you know, in last summer we thought Russell Wilson was a top ten quarterback. Right. You know, Hackett had maybe the top three with Aaron Rodgers, um, mobile-ish kind of guy. But now you guys have a problem too because you don't have a quarterback either.
1: Don't have that quarterback.
0: So, I I I kind of agree with you a little bit. Maybe you jumped the gun here.
1: Well, what, they had to get what, somebody. What I mean, you what have did to. Did you
0: think? And I know you're not. I know you're not a fan. But if this was a move to maybe escalate Aaron Rodgers to the Jets,
1: listen, I think there is something to that. But I think yeah. if there was that much to that, Aaron Rodgers would have been on the Broncos last year, and had Hackett as his head coach. So yeah. um, there's yeah. no denying Aaron Rodgers' talent. I just, you know, I, um. Who's the old Jets coach uh, Mangini? Mangini was on TV yesterday and he said, you know, there's a lot about Aaron Rodgers that's a pain in the ass, but you're going to win a lot more games. And you know what? Winning is fun. And I get that. But the real this is not normal. Like he really there is a lot of chaos that follows Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know that that's a winning formula. I don't know. Plus, the other side for me more than anything is just i don't want to buy a one or two year guy like i would like to have i want a justin herber i want somebody who i can count on for the next you know six to eight years i don't think that's asking a lot five to seven years can i get five right. to seven years out of my next quarterback so that's why a guy like Derek carr is. who was your longest
0: tenure quarterback in the last 20 years sanchez pennington those two guys probably right
1: I mean, even Sanchez was probably only three or four years. Five years, yeah, maybe. So five maybe max. Pennington was for a little while, but he was always hurt. He was in and out of the lineup all the time. Yeah, because right? and and then- think of over the last since the, since like we'll say like 2000, early 2000 when Parcells got there, it was like Testaverde, Pennington, Sanchez. You even had uh, um, Gino Smith for a sh- for a short stint, a f- couple years. Uh who's the guy with the beard? Quarter Fitz, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick was there for a couple years, actually played pretty well.
0: I have an idea for a game next week. Sam
1: Darnold 2 years, this one 2 years, Zach Wilson oh, 2 years. Boy. Everything's 2-3 years. I would just like to have a little more, st- you know, throw in a Brett Favre was in there for a year. I would like to ha- I would like to see a little more stability. So I just want to throw this out to you about that though, cuz I said this last week when you were here. It's easy for me to say I want Something a little more stable over the next three, you know, five to seven years. There's a real argument to be made that Robert Saul is fighting for his job this year, and and with that, that may also mean that uh, Joe Douglas is fighting for his job, and they don't want to hear about five to seven years. They need to win now. I get that, but that shouldn't be how you build your team for like next year. You should be building your team for like a three-year window, and. I don't, so I don't oh. like that.
0: Well you, well, you thought you were when you drafted Wilson last year. You really I understand. You so,
1: but I would like to make a move that is that li- has a little bit of future thought into it. doesn't have to be exclusively the future. Yeah. I saw a name today, and I'm going to throw it out to you, a, and then we'll move on to the to the hirings from this week. Ryan Tannehill? No. 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 Even though he throws it at like a 65% completion radio, it has like no. 100 quarterback rating.
0: No, because Mike White could do that. I don't think so. Well, yeah. Well, listen, you're not going to have the run game that Daniel had in Tennessee either, This is so. true. This is true. <clears throat> and I
1: think Vrabel's a better coach than Saha. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are you entertaining this, you think, or not? Are you with me?
1: Listen, there's what I want, and then there's what can you get. They need something. And I'm looking as, like, I want their car. If you can't yeah, get Derek Carr, because a bunch of teams want Derek Carr, Atlanta wants Derek Carr, Carolina wants Derek Carr, New Orleans wants Derek Carr, so everyone except the Raiders, <laughs> Derek Carr. which is so crazy to me, but that's <laughs> whatever. Um, but if you don't, one of them is not going to get him. So if you don't, then who who are you who are you reaching out to? And I'm, I love Jimmy I G, but he just always hurt.
0: Ah, uh, that's I'll, okay. I'll I love him. Name, I would
1: love to I see him won. on the Jets, but
0: I just you know he's good. He's going to be a little bit of a dick, though, I think. And we're stuck up for him for a long time. I didn't say he's a dick. The smile on the sideline when they're losing the other day. Ah, yeah, fuck.
1: Like I, come on. Come on. That's ridiculous. You would have killed us if we did that. Um, I don't know what was going on. I, you, if you're going to take a still shot, somebody might have whispered in his ear, like, Maybe had a finger you in his sucked, ass. Yeah, you sucked dick or something, and he laughed about it. Come on. I have a name. Go ahead. If you whiff on everybody, Carr,
0: Jimmy G. Baker Mayfield? Rogers. Baker.
1: Not even Baker.
0: Andy Dalton? No. For what? Ryan Fitzpatrick, the one-year substitution. you figure it out.
1: I don't know. We're just in the same, back in the same spot. I
0: know. I, well, that this Jets jet seem to be in a circular situation, dude. I know. It's like, I know. You're a hamster wheel, bro. It's fucking nuts. It's I, I feel. I for know.
1: It. I saw something written the other day, and then we'll move on because I could talk about this all day, but. I saw something, and
0: you're, uh, and you're gonna get drunk faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I saw something written the other day about maybe sec, early second jets, early second round pick taking Hendon Hooker. I don't hate that. I don't hate that either. I don't hate that. Big, strong. I don't hate that. But now they're the thing that they claimed was that they wanted a a veteran presence, a veteran quarterback in the locker room, and now now you're right back to two rookies. Well, not rookies, but you got, okay, you got two so young guys. Okay. So what if you
0: do Wilson? What if you do Wilson Hooker and Andy Dalton?
1: Yeah, I mean Andy would be cheap. If it was something like that, the, the if they flat, tra-
0: Flacco's gone, right? See like, a little Flacco back. He's yeah, be. okay. No, he's all right, be. All
1: right. You know, something like that would be interesting. Like you have Andy Dalton as a bridge quarterback and let the two kids fight it out. Yeah. Let the two kids do yeah, it I don't, out.
0: I don't mind that Hucker thing at all.
1: Yeah, I don't mind it either because he's a big strong kid and I don't care what anybody I'm, i I understand oh, the league is different. You can be little. Show me. Who are the little guys that are doing really well? Guess what? You gotta be big and strong. You got to be big and strong. You don't.
0: You don't entertain like Taylor Heineke. None of that shit, right?
1: You, I, it does nothing for me. Yeah, it it right may. That. It may come to that.
0: I know. I, it may know. come
1: to that, but that does like it does. It move. It doesn't move the needle at all. Like at all, zero. I don't get excited about that. I'm not excited about Taylor Heineke. I'm not excited about Andy Dalton. I'm excited about like, Derek Carr. Even Aaron like Rodgers. Wayne Gabbert? No. <laughs> Even Aaron Rodgers, like, I don't want it. But, you know, there is a level of excitement that would come with him being on the team. Like, let's say he, however they work at ice, got two more years left on his contract. There is some some, at least intrigue, excitement, maybe elevated expectation that comes with having Aaron Rodgers on the team. So, you know, from that perspective, sure. You know, all those other guys, they're just stopgaps and... And next year we're right back where we were now where we are right now
0: and then next off season two and then it just keeps going keeps going yeah that's what I'm
1: saying like you need a freaking answer you gotta get an answer uh, and uh, I don't know that. Oh no, is before, out there, you have, lastly green the green funny thing is out. that Mike LaFleur ends up offensive coordinator of the rams and i said you know of course because he was on the jets last year that he'll come out and the rams will have the number one scoring offense in the league stafford will have the top passing numbers in the entire league and he'll look like a goddamn genius because now he's coaching under mcveigh that's called failing upwards my man. that's called failing upwards yes go from the jets to the rams in the same position He didn't even have to step back do and be a quarterback think, coach or something. Uh,
0: do you think, like, the LaFleur two years in a row. Uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, LaFleur two years in a row. And do I want to coach or I want. You think he steps in or he's not ready to be head coach? Uh, McVay, I'm sorry. McVay two years in a row. The back-to-back, like, two years, maybe quit and maybe not. You think LaFleur steps in? Is that the bridge guy? If the, I don't LaFleur,
1: know. Yeah. Well, I, what I can tell you is what you saw over the last two years was not great. As, as the offensive coordinator. He made mistakes. Now, the beauty of making mistakes is you can learn from your mistakes. And then go, you've made your mistakes and now go work for Sean McVay. Learning from your mistakes. Right, yeah, that's true. That's the funny part. As opposed right? to Robert Sala, who's a defensive guy. This is not well, a... Well, how about
0: all these How about all these fucks in New England that failed? And Belichick's bringing them at open door. I come know. Come back in. Because
1: under him, they do well. But I out know. on their own, not so great. Yeah. So, yeah. Si- similar because McVay... Con- I mean, well... Uh, LaFleur comes from the same tree, comes from the yeah. Shanahan tree. So it's a good fit. I just think it's funny. You leave the Jets, you fail as, as a Jets o- OC, and you become the you know, o- OC of the freaking Super Bowl champs from last year.
0: I love that I'm watching Josh Allen right now hit golf balls at Pebble Beach, and he's like, no thanks to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> All
1: right, go ahead. Rub yourself in your pants area. Oh,
0: uh, I got the shirt on.
1: I hear there's Wait. a new coach in Denver.
0: Oh, oh. Super Bowl-winning champion, suit so coach back in the day. Ex-Saint coach, legend. Sean Payton has decided to coach the Denver Broncos. And I'm happy on this for two reasons. One, it keeps Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. Sure. Because they were – they were
1: Continuing him, to chase him, I think yeah. at
0: some point to to get him there. Three times they called him. Three times Jim said no thanks, which yeah. is good for now. Hopefully he doesn't go anywhere else, but – National Signing Day being yesterday, um, uh, we talked about this privately in text messaging and stuff. That it was the only guy for me at that point, sure. Because uh, if it was Harbaugh or him, we I needed a guy with head coaching experience. These coordinators, these last four hires, they've been awful. And now we're in an NFL kind kind of time where no one gets three years. Yes. If you don't show some kind of progress in two years, you're you're cooked. Yeah. And that's been the Broncos. So. New ownership, a lot of money. him paying a lot, I think he's making eighty-five for five years or something like that. He will not, not be. Um, great defense. I think there's talks now maybe keeping the defense corner that we had last year, which I would absolutely love if we could do that. That'd be win-win all around. But he's also interviewing for the Colt job and the Cardinal job still.
1: Um, what was the compensation? What did they question, have to give back Russell to Russell
0: Wilson? Can he fix him?
1: What did they have to give back to the Saints?
0: This year's first round pick and next year's This year first round pick, which was twenty eight. Um they got that through the Dolphins, who got that from the Niners. Um, and then next year's second round pick and a third round pick. My buddy at work was saying too, but at some point you gotta have some drop picks. I said, Yeah, but you know what we need right now? Stability of the organization.
1: Right. So that was that was what I was gonna ask you next. I mean, like, ha- do you have any concerns? Like obviously you're happy about getting Sean Payton. But do you have any concerns? A year ago, we were saying this team was one player away, and then you got that one player, and it didn't look like you're just one player away anymore. So do you have any concerns that you can't build? You, you know, yeah. you're going to have a harder time building through the draft.
0: Yeah, my offensive line's a concern because I think we have two guys that are making $10 million. I think one of those guys are going to get caught. So now we have, we have more work to do there. Um... Brandon McManus, our kicker, who was a pretty steady kicker for a long time, is making a lot of money, and he wasn't great last year. I mean, nobody was on the Broncos, to be fair. But um, Tight ends showed some signs of life, which but Russell Wilson's never used a tight end great.
1: Nope.
0: But Sean Payton has. So that might be maybe somewhere in between, I take that. They got two great wide receivers. You got one back from injury not last year. Your running back might come back a little slow, a little sluggish. So that kind of scares me a little bit, and you're in a brutal conference and brutal division. So that—that's that, that's, yeah, the that's the other season.
1: thing, yeah. Um,
0: but but yeah, but listen, that was the guy to get. I'm happy. Absolutely. Um, Raiders aren't anywhere better than they are. I think they, depending on what they do with quarterback, the Chargers keeping that guy Staley's always a wild card. We don't know what the hell they're going to be <sighs> like. And you know, Casey's a juggernaut. Let's be honest. So that's that's where we stand
1: there. But yep. All right, down in t- down in Houston, D'Amico Ryan's new head coach. Uh, on a positive side, three straight hires of black coaches. On the negative side, two of the last two made it through one single season. I don't I don't I'd be shocked if that happens yeah. here. I'd be utterly shocked. I don't think it's going to happen here. Yeah. Just even just because of the pressure that would come they'd come under. Um I believe he got a 6-year deal um that doesn't mean anything other than he's probably right. going to get at least 3 years to show something and that's At the very least, that's fair because they're so barren of talent on that team. Um, Good hire. What do you think there?
0: Good hire. Good hire. Played there for a couple years. I think he played, what, six years there? J.J. Watt, if you hear him talk, he's a big, big fan, supportive, um, football mind, smart. Proved that in San Francisco. Did they draft him?
1: Did Houston draft? They did. Yeah, Yeah. see, I think that played a little bit about him taking the job because a lot of people were like, why the hell would you take that job? And I'm like, number one. You take a job, especially when you're coming as a coordinator. You take a job where you can get the job because, mm-hmm. again, that first job you don't have to do great. If you show competence, you'll get another chance. Um, but I think part of it is you know he cut his teeth with that organization. They love him. He he loves the organization. What you know has some you know yeah feeling. And it doesn't hurt that Texas doesn't have uh, a state income tax. So that always plays a nice little part in it. But they got to have some patience, you know, man. you got to have some you know, patience and let, let let these guys build this team.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, I, you know, I, you know what's funny to me is last year we were, like, kind of making fun of Nick Sirianni, making fun of Dan Campbell a little bit and making fun of it. And those guys are thriving. I mean, Sirianni's going to the Super Bowl. Campbell's shown so much improvement Absolutely. with the Lions. And, and everyone loves the guy. And we and we thought Hackett was going to be good. We thought you know Arthur Smith was going to be better. We and you know sometimes you just don't know.
1: Absolutely, that's
0: why that's why D'Amico Ryan's taking the Texas job. Yeah, it's weird right now, maybe, but in two years, right, he could be laughing at everybody.
1: Absolutely, you know,
0: he gets Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or whatever they do in the draft. And
1: only thing that concerns me is that you know he's a defensive coach. And frankly, defensive coaches haven't been doing well. Only the offensive coaches have been doing well. All the questions, or I should say most of the questions we have with coaches, they end up being defensive coaches because those guys just look at the game differently. They, they don't want things getting out of hand, whereas offensive coaches are way more aggressive. And it's an offensive league, so that's the only thing there. you know. And and who he hires as his offensive coordinator will, will play a big factor in how they do. If you look at Buffalo, McDermott is a defensive coach, but he had Brian Dable there. And Brian Dable leaves, and they take a seat, they take a step back. See, this is yeah. the problem: you have to have that good connection and relationship between your quarterback and your head coach. But if the coordinator has the better relationship with the quarterback, it's a pro- it could be problematic because then that guy gets a head coaching job, and now you don't have somebody stepping in. This is what happened in Buffalo. You know, yeah. Dable gets the job, and you have someone stepping in. That it's just not the same for whatever reason. Nothing wrong with Ken Dorsey, but it's not the same. That's that could be a problem in Houston. Hey, you hire somebody guy does a surprisingly good job and then he bolts and you don't know what the result of that is. So um, that's the only thing, you know, that makes me nervous. If you have an offensive head coach, you can continue that continuity between your head coach quarterback relationship Um, when it's a defensive coach. It's tough. As the Even the Jets are seeing that right now. You know, LaFleur didn't do a good, good job. You're bringing a new guy, new language, starting from scratch, as opposed to the head coach, you know, is on the <coughs> offensive side and there's more continuity over the time that he's there. So anyway, finally, uh, Kellen Moore mutually walks away from the Dallas Cowboys. Interesting, whatever the hell that means. Yeah. And uh, lands in a pretty, pretty good spot out there in Los Angeles, huh?
0: Pretty perfect, if you ask me. Who would you um, rather
1: coach, Dak or Justin Herbert?
0: Right, especially. Right. Failing Christians up again.
1: Another guy failing upwards. It's great.
0: Yeah, and another guy that interviewed for some head coaching jobs that went right through OC. Like, maybe he wasn't, maybe he didn't feel like he was ready or wanted to prove some more or really want, or maybe he thinks that Staley's going to be out the door soon. Maybe, <laughs> like, right?
1: Maybe. <laughs> and if he looks competent, maybe maybe he gets a shot at that job.
0: Yeah, did you hear the relationship, how their relationship formed, that they were they had, like, uh, in the spring, summer, they do, like, those scrimmages before they play a preseason game, like they'll like practice all week together, mm-hmm. and they formed a relationship. Who, Callum Moore and Staley?
1: Yeah. Oh, interesting. No, I didn't and know they that.
0: they kept in touch all year, yep. And <laughs> Makes then, sense,
1: because they hired him within seconds. Keller Moore got let go by the Cowboys, and within minutes, I mean, literally within minutes, he was the offensive coordinator uh, of the Chargers, so. And lastly, before we, get, we take a look at last week's game, um Tom Brady retires again I think this yep. one is I definitely do think this one is for real I'm 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 still you know so often in awe <laughs> like the fact that we were talking about a guy who is 45 before he makes this announcement we're talking about a guy who is 45 years old going to start the season would have started next season at 46 and multiple teams were looking to sign him to a two or three year deal at 45. 30. Blows me away, man! Blows well, me what away. he
0: set the he set the record for completions this year.
1: Yeah, and he broke <laughs> you know he broke a record that was created last year by him by
0: himself. Yeah, yeah. so
1: he's got at that, 44. That at 44, no, it's
0: it's really it's really insane. Yeah, the, really, guy really, the guy missed one season. The guy missed 15 games one year.
1: i to say he hasn't and missed a game in 12 and, years, and that's it. Other than sitting because the game doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah,
0: like dude, like it is absolutely
1: are crazy absolutely crazy that so. tb12
0: thing where he's pushing he really did a great job of setting an example for it I for it, sure
1: I for sure so we've, we 20. we we did our tom brady goodbye farewell tour last year so we're not going to get into all the accompli- accomplishments and all that stuff, no but.
0: no just 23 years and he says goodbye and now to the booth he goes
1: That'll but be here. interesting. What do you think about? It? You think he's going to do a good job with that? You think, he's got think the he's personality. Good, for that? I think he's
0: going to do a good job because he, because he works. Because he's going, to, he's not going to want to look That's like true. an idiot. That's he's true. going to put the work in. Um, he's not going to want to embarrass himself. He loves football. He obviously knows football. But we'll see how he comes across. Like Rom- Romo, I liked a lot. Now he's just starting to like. He's starting to like hum and just screaming in the booth. He's like, <laughs> he's asking Nance questions, and of Nance asking. Like it got kind of. Nutty with but All right,
1: so I got to ask you, who's the guy right now? He's out of Wayne Hills. Greg Olson. Greg Olson. So yeah. everybody's raving.
0: Yeah, he's done a good job.
1: I mean, like he really multiple outlets are like, Greg Olson is doing a phenomenal job, like explaining plays, like he's really doing well. He's the one that gets bumped.
0: Yep. He gets that's... bumped
1: by Tom Brady. And it's like, you better be sure you know, Tom's ready to do this, and he's going to do a good job. Because I know he's Tom Brady, but we're not looking at him, and he's not playing. Right. So he better sound really good. You know, it better come across great, or else you're making a big mistake. And maybe Greg Olsen says, fuck off. I'm I'm moving on. I'm I'll go try, somewhere I'm, else. I was going to say. Because he'd get picked up in a second.
0: I was going to say, if there's a network out there, the Big Ten just signed a contract with uh, with NBC, but he doesn't want to go to college. Like, But, you know, ESPN's left with, with Buck and Aikman. You know, Amazon's yeah. got Kirk, and then NBC's Consworth's not going anywhere. So, like.
1: Maybe Olsen does something with Monday Night Football, because right now, Monday Night Football blows.
0: Lots so. with Buck and Aikman. Yeah, and then they got the Manning Cast. I watch the Cast more. With my teams play playing, <laughs> I'll watch the
1: Yeah. All right. Let's get into last week's games. What'd you think? Let's,
0: let's do it, sir. The first game, a snooze fest. Oh, man. And unfortunately, it was. There's no fault of anybody. It's just Brock, oh. Brock Purdy getting hurt. But Eagles 31, or seven. Uh, Mike Dean, congratulations. I hope you had a nice turd to celebrate uh, Sunday night. I'm sure he did. Um, Purdy hurt. Josh Johnson then hurt. Purdy back in. Uh, reported this week. Tommy John surgery. That yep. elbow was that elbow was completely destroyed, and that's why you saw him on the sideline going, "I can't throw. I yeah. can't grip the ball."
1: There was nothing there.
0: Um, Let me ask you a question. You being an ex-quarterback and a coach, did Shanahan do the right thing? Like, do you put Debo and McCaffrey in there? Like, I don't know how much they practice running the Wildcat and stuff like that. Well, you put
1: him in knowing that he's just handing it off. Yeah. I mean, clearly, unless you're going to have him throw the ball fucking lefty. (sighs) You're stuck. So that's, you know, that whole thing, that situation sparked another conversation. So the league used to have, like, an emergency quarterback that you have a guy who yeah. suits up, he cannot play unless all, your, your starter and your backup get hurt. Like, you don't have an option. You designate right. him as an emergency quarterback. He cannot play unless, you know, you have that. And I, I just think, of course, that's a good idea. And it shouldn't take up another roster spot. So, like, have have an extra spot for the emergency quarterback. This is embarrassing for the league, by the way. Mm-hmm. This is like your marquee weekend, you know. I know the Super Bowl is the big game, but this is actually the biggest weekend because you have two games and it sends the teams to the Super Bowl. When I tell you the ratings in a little bit, you're going to shit like holy cow. Um, so it's embarrassing to the league that you have to put in a guy whose elbow basically isn't attached or we're doing, you know, 1905 single wing yeah. It's just you don't want that. So you have to have a mechanism in place and they don't and that sucked. So um yeah, the game was so anticlimactic. Uh I went out to a local establishment because I was like, you know what, I'm no Eagles fan, but I just down here is Eagles Country by Atlantic yeah. City, South Jersey. And um just you wanted, wanted to feel be- the atmosphere. Yeah, just wanted to be around it, you know, just wanted to be around the fun. And it started out that way. Plus, you know, Secretly, I was rooting for the 49ers, although outwardly, like, yeah. You know, and it's 7-7. You're like, this is fun. This is cool. And then the injury happens. And, and you know, San Fran hung tough for a little while. But, you know, yeah. we talk about this all the time, the psychology of sports, right? Like it's – you lose it and you're like, we can't win. We can't win with Josh Johnson. Like it's just yeah. – it's not going to happen. And you just give way. At some point, your will just gives in. And and that sucked, you know?
0: Yeah, and you know, from the Eagles' standpoint point of view, they ran the ball well. Absolutely, um, they, they didn't they didn't have to do much otherwise in that. Maybe get, they they hurts shoulder should be a little healthier this week. He didn't really throw it after the second quarter all that well. Well, that much I mean. But
1: well, that's what's interesting, right? Like oh, Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl, dude, he threw for like hundred and twenty yards. Now he didn't have to. We talk about this all the time. Like, as the playoffs move on, you're playing better and better teams. If Purdy doesn't get hurt, I would have loved to have seen what would happen I know. and how they would react if they fell behind 14-7 or something like that. Because the reality is we haven't had to see that from a Jalen Hurts. We haven't seen them fall behind 21-7. And Like I say to you all the time, you want to show me a good, who a good quarterback is? Here's the test. It's the fourth quarter, you're down by two scores, you have to throw the ball, and the other team knows you're going to be throwing the ball. Can you still make completions? Those are the guys who are real quarterbacks. I still don't know that with Jalen Hurts, okay? I still don't know that. I don't know that, if you know, it's, frankly, it's the same conversation. I think he's a better passer than Lamar Jackson, but it's the same thing. It's great when you're out in front, and it's fun as shit to watch, for sure, right? And it's... It's all that stuff. It's awesome. But when you're down by two scores and there's six minutes left, you have to throw the ball. They know you're going to throw it. Can you, do, can you still do it? And I, I just don't know, only because they've never been in that situation. The Eagles really this year haven't been in that situation at all. And when they have ball fallen behind, which is very, very, very rare, they lost. So that's the only thing that I'm still interested in. We have no questions of that with Mahomes. We've seen him do it many, many times fall behind, and then just because he's he's an elite passer, maybe the best passer ever. And fall behind by multiple scores early, too. Right, yeah, big time, sometimes by three touchdowns and come back and win the game. So that's my only thing. But but the way they ran the ball, that offensive line, the way they ran the ball, and obviously the way they get after the quarterback, God damn, does that make things interesting? And, and, um, you know, it's fun. They deserve to be here. They deserve to be here. They were the best team in the league all year long, um they were as dominating as you can be in the playoffs i mean 38 7 31 7 isn't that where the two scores were yeah like say what you want about the injuries but you know the fact that you put 31 on the board and you probably could have put a little more if you really wanted to you know that says something sure their will was broken because they lost their quarterback but you know they've but been listen, dominant
0: they're they're not in a position to feel sorry for you hell yeah. no
1: no right. nor should they absolutely so it was a nice. Yeah. It was it was you know it was good for them. It just I was telling one of my students at school. I said you want the other guy to finish because the value of the win it loses a little bit of value. It doesn't lose it in the sense of like what it means moving forward. It just loses it in the moment. You're like you don't walk off the field with the same feeling. <coughs> you just don't. You know the other team is just decimated by injuries. You're not yeah. like yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just it's just a little different. You know it's like beating your five year old niece in checkers or something <laughs> like that you're like eh, you know it's not the same so but you take it and you're in the super bowl and this is the second time in what five years that they've been in the super bowl yeah, say like what that. you want howie roseman they wanted to run his ass out of town just like two years ago dude they wanted him out because they looked at him as the problem they felt laurie was crazy jeffrey laurie the owner um I think Laurie is a little crazy, but regardless, yeah. Howie Roseman has done a fantastic job. And like we said to countless times, somehow this team is built while at the same time having like $50 million in dead cap space. I don't know. That crazy. is the real miracle. They had the highest or the second highest cap hit this year, freaking, freaking dead ramps. cap money. Unbelievable. Believable. So all their guys
0: stayed healthy for the most part.
1: Like Absolutely. Absolutely. So congrats to the Eagles. We move
0: on to the AFC. For Kansas sure. City 23. Cincinnati 20. Uh this game was a roller coaster ride um, basically the whole way through. Burrow looks slightly off looked yeah. to me. A little a little a little um forcing some stuff. And
1: Who's that D no tackle? Game. Chris Jones? Is that his name?
0: Yeah Chris, yeah,
1: Chris Jones. He was a major problem. He was a major yeah. reason why Joe Burrow wasn't doing too good.
0: Uh, I don't like the – you know, we've been fans of Zach Taylor for two years. I he, Eight carries for Joe Mixon. Eight. That, and that, that's how you stop Frank Clark, Chris Jones. What game Carl were we talking mix? about? That, something similar. Just
1: a week ago, two weeks ago, we were saying, like, God, they didn't hand the ball off in the second half. I don't know who it was, though. Was it – it might have been them against Baltimore. Uh, Yeah, against the Ravens. Where they only ran the ball like three times in the second half. We were like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't do that. I think yeah. it was them. Yeah.
0: I think it was them. And then they run the ball like crazy. Buffalo again was never in the hell.
1: It's unbelievable. Yeah. So that was, to me, that was like the eh. biggest surprise. It wasn't so much Joe Burrow, although he didn't play great. It wasn't so much Mahomes, although he does what he does when he does it. Unbelievable. The story was the Kansas City defense. The fact that they held they held the Bengals to twenty points. I mean, that's a fully loaded yeah. offense right there. I know they were missing a couple offensive linemen, but it didn't bother them against Buffalo. So the defense and is a what really. Team too. What's that?
0: And a red hot team to coming in. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Plus, so you, you yeah. To your point, even uh, getting specifically against the Chiefs, they had a three game winning streak against the Chiefs. Man, that's there's something to be said about having that confidence, and then you know. Joe Burrow has just that. Just he's just oozing machismo all the time. Like, yeah, it really they got a little too was, cocky, though.
0: I think maybe Bengals, that's
1: what it was. I don't know a little bit. But to only score twenty points against that Kansas City defense, that's that's not okay. That's not a, that's not you okay. You mentioned you mentioned
0: Mahomes' ankle good enough mobility. You could tell a couple of throws when he's going to his left. And he had to put all that pressure. He was a little yeah. a little gimpy. Uh, the big play down the stretch, mm, running mm, for the first mm, mm, down, mm, late mm. hit, slightly late hit out of bounds. You had the call. It. You Absolutely in the white.
1: I'm. I hate um, these so calls, bad, but that one was legit. Yeah, and I, I know it wasn't malicious. I I agree. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I feel bad for him too. No.
0: Yeah. yeah. Listen. He's trying to make a play. You know. You sometimes you lose the fact that where are you on the field and you know what's he in second year I think. Couple guys stood up for him in the locker room. Good teammates there, you know. They didn't you know the old saying? He didn't lose the game by one play, but you know it's kind of hard to look at it when it's. But it's hard yeah, to look dude, at it because dude, if that, he that, doesn't make that, goes that play, from a they 60 don't. Sixty-yard field goal to a forty-five. They don't even attempt it. Huge difference.
1: They don't yeah, even they attempt it. They probably try to run one more play on offense to maybe get five or ten more yards. Yeah, um, they're not because ter- that from a forty. What was it? Ended up being like a forty-five-yard field goal.
0: Four. Yeah, would have been sixty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, he barely made it. He only made it over by about five six yards from forty five, so they probably don't even attempt it from sixty. And you're in overtime, and then who knows what happens?
0: Besides it's brutal. That call,
1: that
0: call was that call was right, but the refs did not have a good day.
1: Uh, no, no, they didn't. Um, I'm I'm always one to give refs a little bit of a break. Players make mistakes all the time. Coaches make shitty calls all the time. These guys are humans. Watching giant, super-fast humans go at 100 miles an hour, it's tough sometimes, dude. I have a colleague that I work with, and he referees high school football. And he's often a back judge behind the defense. And so he's in a position a lot of times to make calls on, um, you know, pass interference and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. that's a big one. And you got to remember, you're running, so, like, your vision is bouncing while you're running. These guys are running faster than you. You're watching the ball and the player and the other player and you're trying to get this picture. And sometimes you either don't have the right angle or you didn't turn your head fast enough or you just don't catch it. It does happen. Um, You know, so I try not to like kill the refs all the time. When I do kill them more often is like when when they think they see something that didn't happen. It's like, why are you calling like I've seen sometimes with some of these holding penalties when really what it was was a pancake block. This happened mm-hmm. a couple times in the playoffs, yeah, and the last regular season game. Like, that's not a fucking holding, dude. Just because he goes to the ground doesn't mean I pulled him to the ground, and it wasn't right. that. I don't like you shouldn't be throwing. That's when I get pissed. If you didn't see it, then just don't call it. Now it might have been a bad call that you didn't see it, but you can't call what you don't see. You can't assume a penalty. You need to have seen him grab him or or whatever the, you know whatever the penalty was. So. Um, but, I, you know, I feel bad about the rest because we're like, they're supposed to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Mike Florio saying, like, there should be a, able to have instant replay on every single play. That sounds entertaining. Oh, yeah. That sounds ready. great. Because Mike Florio never makes mistakes, right? Mike Florio's let's, so yeah, perfect. Let's speed up the game. Give me a break, dude. I mean, so these things happen. I, I, you know, everybody's making mistakes here and there. and Everybody makes bad plays. Referees do it, too. So, But some of these were a little... Didn't look good, especially yeah. in the playoffs. You know, especially in the playoffs. Third
0: and nine, the guys running, the back judge is running up and they're running a the play and then they redo the play and, like, oh my I God. I know. <laughs> like.
1: I know. It's a bad look. It's a bad look. But then you have people with their conspiracy theories. Oh, it's rigged. You're right. They want Jacksonville in the playoffs. Sure. They don't want Green Bay. Like, you know, they don't want Tom Brady. They want, you know, <coughs> come on. It's, just, it's, it's silly. That's silly stuff.
0: What do you think about these all star crews, though? Do you think they should keep the same crew?
1: like because I know think that's probably a better or idea team? to keep crews together because they know how listen, to work it's together. Te- it's teamwork, right? Like, yeah, that's what it is. Prob- Have they always done that, like all-star crews?
0: Well, I know that the first year that I remember them doing it was that blown call with the random saints. Remember that pass mm, interference call? Yes. When the guy got mugged. It? That's what I remember. And, like, listen, you get all the guys together, you huddle up, and just if someone just goes like this, looks at the jumbotron and goes, we <laughs> We've listen, we fucked it up. Like, yeah, just, like, me throw a flag. Like, <laughs> hey, listen, I better get the call right. I don't right. care how you do it.
1: Absolutely. Just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it should be, it should just be, like, keep, keep units together. Keep units together. They've yeah. been working together all season. You build a rapport, you know? It's like, it's no different than the teams on the field. You got to work with, you got to learn to work with the guy next to you. How does he work? What does he do? How does he move? Where's he looking? Where am I looking, you know? And you communicate. How many times do these guys have these little huddles? And I know as referees, they get together before games and they get together after games and discuss, hey, what went down in this game? What did we miss? You know, what could we do better? They do it all the time. Now you're going to put them together with somebody they don't work with. I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So
0: it doesn't. But
1: but yeah, that was a huge play. Of course, of course, um, Patrick Mahomes comes up big, running the ball. The guy can't even walk, but then somehow he's able to run and put them in position uh yeah i mean i've been saying this for a while now he's the best quarterback to me he's the best quarterback in the league there's nobody i would take instead of him um there's other guys i like but he's just different dude he has no holes he just has no holes in his game uh he's mobile smart leader tough always available uh can run obviously has a cannon for an arm and he's accurate like there's just there's nothing not to like and i love his attitude uh, when I saw yeah. him after the game the week before when he hurt the ankle and he was just saying, I didn't want to go out. I'm not going out. I don't care. I'll do it I have to." I like that, dude. Do you think yeah, you're seeing that from uh, Kyler Murray? I don't think you're seeing that from Kyler Murray. Like
0: Lamar Jackson just proved it to you.
1: Exactly. So, you know. These are factors that matter because it's not just the fact that he played. It's the fact that his teammates see that he's playing even though he can't walk and that puts a burden on you as his teammate to say I need to do more. I've been doing my job, now my job is not enough, I need to do even more. And you get everybody thinking that because you got this this one guy who steps up like that. I mean, it's a it's it's a it's something else. So I'm fascinated by the matchup Uh, should be really interesting we'll get into the game itself next week we'll take a look at matchups some key positions and all that kind of stuff and what we think are um you know strong points and weak points for each team we'll get into that whole thing next week um did get some ratings for the game and i thought this was unbelievable first of all Chiefs-Bangles, Bengals million people watched that game. And it wasn't like <laughs> Eagles-49ers that was too far behind. That was 47.5 million. So if you're wondering, like, well, what does that mean? Like, is that a lot? Is that a little? Let me just give you an example. Last year, NBA Finals. Now, this was the best year the NBA Finals had had rating-wise in like since since, like, 2017. But yet it's still down from before that. Like, they're still having a rough time. NBA Finals averaged they averaged 10 million per game. Ooh. So just 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 north of 10 million per game. So like week, N-
0: week night too. Oh man.
1: Dude, so an NFL championship game getting five times both of them getting about five times the ratings of an NBA finals game. It's, it's un- crazy dude. NFL is king and that's all there is to it. So something else. And you know what 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 is the Super Bowl get? Is that end up getting like 100 million? Is it being like 100 million people? Yeah, 100 million 20, TVs or whatever yeah, yeah, the hell it ends yeah, up? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So. My God.
1: NFL's king. It is what it is. Speaking of NBA. Oh, my. Your buddy LeBron did something stupid, right? Well, you know, LeBron went LeBron. Now, you saw you, I'm sure you saw the play, right? Yeah. What, was this over the weekend? Saturday night. It was Saturday, right? So it, did he get fouled? Probably. I mean, yeah. It's not the fact that he complained about the foul. It's the histrionics of like <laughs> falling to the ground, like someone just murdered your firstborn. Like give me a right. break, dude. And what makes it worse, like this is why I end up thinking like he's so he's so fake. Like he's like the fakest big time. Like. Big-time athletes don't have to be fake. They're big-time. Michael Jordan didn't have to be fake. Tom Brady doesn't have to be fake. Even Aaron Rodgers says, fuck you. He doesn't have to be fake. Like, this is me. Take it or leave it. Tough shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't care. LeBron's the fakest athlete. I've, uh, <coughs> you know, superstar, megastar. He's the fakest one I've ever seen. And what, what like, bugged me about this just utter overreaction of falling to the ground almost in the fetal position, like, praying to Allah on his, on his hands and knees. This is the guy who has gotten more calls because of stupid pussy-ass flops than anybody I've ever seen in the league. Right. right. With the fake-ass fouls and throwing his hands up in the air like, I just got killed, and he didn't even get touched. You know, making like he got poked in the eye and it got, and then when they slowed down the video, you see that the, the finger didn't even come within four inches of his eyes. So that's why it's like, you're fake as shit. I can't stand you. And on top of that, you did this to yourself because you flop all the time. So you put it in these guys' heads that you're full of shit when you're calling for a foul. That's on you, dude. That's on you. You did that. And oh, by the way, like I just said before, especially down the stretch of games, these guys aren't calling fouls. They very rarely called fouls down the stretch of games. They let the they let the players, unless it's like an egregious foul, they let the players work it out. They let the players play. Go win the game. Don't look for a foul with like a couple seconds left or whatever the hell it was. So that's what it was. It's just embarrassing. I'm like, look at yourself. That's how you react. The the best player on the planet, like, falls to the fetal position almost in tears because somebody scratched your forearm with their fingernail? Give me a break, dude. Yep. Give me a break. That that yep. that's what to me, I was like, what's wrong with you? I've had it with him. I know he's going to play for like for four more years. Yeah, I, probably. And I, he's still I, great. I, you know, he's still yeah, know. one of the top I three know. players, four players in the league. I mean, to I've, me. I've
0: had it. I've had enough. But
1: he's just a douche. And that's the thing to me. It's just like, you're just so fake. You're fake ass. You're fake outrage. You're fake. You know that face he makes when he like dunks the ball and it's like. Ugh. Yeah, he's running it's back fake on fake as court. shit. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so fake, dude. That's not really you. That's you playing to a camera and it's just embarrassing to me that's embarrassing but as far as that call you brought that on yourself but because of all the flopping that you do like the overreaction flopping that you do so fuck them i wouldn't like them no matter what <laughs> so um interesting selections for the pro bowl don't you think there's
0: one that's uh well right. no one wants to play in it. Well, it's not I even a that, game. It's that was a flag the, game. Right. I mean the whole thing is just bananas to me.
1: So you make a good point. Like how many guys bailed from the AFC? So you got Justin Herbert said no, right?
0: Josh Allen said I'm hurt, but he's playing golf right but, now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Tua was on concussion protocol, although he cleared that now.
0: As soon as Brady retired, the Dolphins said, We better um say he's all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Suddenly his head feels better.
0: Mahomes can't go because he's in the Super Bowl. Super
1: Bowl, correct. Um, and I guess Burrow
0: Bur- probably said, I'm fucking, I need a break. Fuck that.
1: Yeah, so now you're left with, who are the starters now for the AFC?
0: Is it Trevor Lawrence, one of them?
1: I think Trevor Lawrence is one of them. Who's the other one? Like, who's the other one before we get to... Well, I guess we can say who the one that was just like the unbelievable sort. Like, you're just reaching we're we're now giving backup quarterbacks.
0: I gotta be honest with you, I don't I don't even know where to guess next.
1: So Tyler Huntley. It's not
0: it's not Russ, <laughs> is it? Tyler Huntley. <laughs> Frankly,
1: uh, Pickett from the Steelers deserves it more than friggin' Tyler Huntley. I don't know wow. how Tyler Huntley starts six games and somehow he makes it to the Pro Bowl. What do you throw? Two touchdowns? I don't even know, dude. I just like I'm, think thinking, so? I'm thinking through the league, like, there was nobody else. Maybe there was nobody else. I mean, who do you give it to?
0: Well, who, well
1: that's what I'm saying. Awful. I think Kenny Pickett would deserve it more than Tyler
0: Huntley. Carr, Carr wasn't even on the team. Tandahill so Carr is the other
1: one. He's in. He is. Carr is one who? of them. One oh, of, he is? Yeah, he's a pro bowler. Oh. And he's, uh, he said he'll don the, the the Raiders helmet one more time. Oh. Because okay. uh, my cousin was asking, what helmet is he going to wear? Just a blank? Yeah. I was like Fresno so, State So yeah So I just saw today That he'll wear He'll wear a Raider. Are they helmet. even
0: wearing helmets It's flag football Well that's for... it
1: too right I guess yeah. Well I guess everybody Has their logo with them
0: Yeah jersey yeah But yeah This is This is I can't see this going well
1: I was gonna say Aren't you just hoping Someone tears an ACL While playing flag football No,
0: no I don't I don't But I don't you
1: know what that. I'm saying Like what a dumb that. idea If it's not if, if you're not gonna play Just don't play You
0: remember Robert Edwards On the beach game Yes Yes this
1: is what I'm kill, saying. What are you kill, doing? Kill his career? Yeah. What are we doing, guys? Just I, listen. Neither one of us had a problem with them bailing on the Pro Bowl game because it wasn't even no. a game. So why bother? I remember.
0: I remember you guys talking us in high school. If you guys are afraid to play, like you're, if you guys are gonna play, like you're afraid to get hurt, you're gonna get hurt. Oh, you're gonna get
1: hurt. It's over. You gotta. You go, can't you play gotta timid. Go,
0: I'll bend for a election. And you might get hurt instantly. anyway. Yeah, you might yeah, get hurt but, anyway. But you're definitely but gonna you're get playing, hurt
1: if you play timid. You can't do it. Can't and do there's it. a
0: certain human being, one of my best friends that comes to mind, I won't mention his name, but I think that's where you guys are going with it. And this is exactly what this game has
1: written all over. Oh, my God. If anybody even, like, jams a finger, the question is immediately going to be raised. What the hell are we doing, folks? What are we doing here? I I think that it, they would have just been wise to have, like, skills competitions all weekend and do so, or or all day Sunday. The Mannings
0: are coached. Eli and Payton are doing coaching these teams. I
1: don't know. I never care about the Pro Bowl. No, I never care. I haven't watched that game in decades.
0: The only game I really kind of watch is the all baseball All-Star games. It's well, because they're playing, playing
1: it too, and it matters. Yeah, yeah. But they're playing it like that game's being played full speed. The NBA All-Star game is the worst thing going. It's just oh, it's it's you it's you're playing at a park. Oh, no, dude, I can't even. I can't even. I just can't even. But yeah, I, I just uh, I don't know why they even bother playing flag football. And God forbid someone gets hurt doing that, man. Anyway. That's all I got. You got anything else for today? I got some 97s to wrap this Let's up. Let's see who uh, these we're, 97s. We're, get, we're getting closer to Have the you evening. been working? Have you continued to work on your new, so on your last new week
0: was a, Last week was a complete pause cuz my brain was malfunctioning. So, I have I have something there. I got to put I gotta dot the i's across the still keys, working think, on it,
1: still working I think on it. We got something. It. Okay.
0: So I have six for you this week because it's a slow week and fuck it, it's our show. So why we not? It.
1: We can do anything we want.
0: So number six, Super Bowl champion, nineteen ninety six Defensive Rookie of the Year. I want to see and, you, and by the way, feel free to guess on all these two. Okay, here, sir. Two thousand two All Pro, three time Pro Bowler, ex Cardinal, Buccaneer, and Bronco nice. defensive end. Simeon Rice. Ah,
1: good one. Okay.
0: Number five. 2000 All-Pro. Six-time Pro Bowler. 2000s All-Decade Team. Ex-Saint, Cowboy, and Ram defensive tackle.
1: Nope. LaRoy Glover. Okay. I wouldn't have got that one.
0: I think you'll get this one. I'm confident in you. Yeah, have faith? Three-time oh. All-Pro. Five-time Pro Bowler. Three-time All-American. Hmm. College Hall of Famer, ex Buffalo Bill, Falcon and Colt linebacker, and has one of a, one of the greatest names in football college and football oh, history. I, feel, I think
1: I feel like I know this one linebacker. Um, first letter of first name C. Nope. Go ahead, Cornelius Bennett. Damn it! Damn it! Go ahead.
0: Number three, two-time All-Pro. Eight-time Pro Bowler, two All-Decade team. I think he's a potential Hall of Famer. Ex-Bengal defensive tackle, Geno Atkins. Okay. Number two, three-time All-Pro, six-time Pro Bowler, an absolute team. stud for the Pittsburgh Steelers the last 10 years. Nice. Defensive tackle. Oh. Has a famous father.
1: Cam Hayward. Who's his favorite? Who's his famous father?
0: Ironhead Hayward. Is that his Writing dad? Guy? Craig Hayward, yeah.
1: No oh, shit. Okay.
0: Well, you're swinging nearly. You're, you're swinging like a fucking. You're making a cold over there. Not a problem. Number one. Super Bowl champ. 1996 Old Pro. Four time Pro Bowler, 1990 Old Decade Team. Just recently into the Hall of Fame. San Francisco 49er defensive tackle. Defensive tackle? Ex Notre Dame Fighting Irish.
1: Nope,
0: Bryant Young.
1: Damn, O for today. O for today. I got some interesting news here. I thought you. What do you got, sir? I thought you'd get a kick out of this headline: "The Dumbest Questions College Kids Text Their Parents." So, a comedian was able to, like, I don't know, somehow he scrubbed through social media. And found some things that were posted by parents of what their college students said to them. So here's just a little sample. So one guy posted that his son asked if Italian was a language. Obviously, dad said yes, and he said, and the kid said, "Wow, I thought it was just an accent." <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, one parent talked about how her daughter, you know, her daughter was getting, you know, must have gotten sick and went to the doctor on campus or whatever or locally. And the daughter kept referring to her insurance copay as a cover charge. Wonder what she's doing. Uh, wow! How about this one? Some driving stuff. Uh, dad was saying that a driver pulled in front of us. They're taking—he's taking his son to school, and a driver pulled in front of us, and a son screamed, "Quick, press the press the honk button!" All right. And this daughter, I don't know how the hell she's going to graduate from college, but the daughter asked what blinker she should use to go straight. Scotty, which blinker do you use <laughs> when you want to go straight? Hazards. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. This one son, while he was filling out applications and see and, and you know saw a list of things that he had to do to get into the school, said to his parents, Ugh, I need a pap smear. What? Uh, I guess he doesn't know what a pap smear is. Uh... Let me see, one college freshman asked if the pink panther was a lion and then (laughs) <laughs> okay, and I'll leave you with this one. Okay, I got two more here. One daughter thought that a Brita pitcher refilled itself with the humidity in the refrigerator. That would be a cool invention, by the way. But no, That's dear, you're gonna have to fill it with tap water. You have you have kids that are approaching high school soon. They Dude, don't, this is this is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. This is modern education. And finally, one daughter asked her mom, "How do you make pancakes round?" Just poor, bro. Just poor. So that's the future.
0: That is the wow. future. That is that. Is, and I bet you, there's more that if you keep going. I bet you there's a lot
1: more. There were a few others that just make yeah. you scratch your head. <laughs> the college is clearly paying off. <coughs> college is wow. clearly paying off. Good work, my man. We will have our um, our Super Bowl preview next week. Maybe we'll get into a little more basketball. One of my favorite events comes up next week next thursday it starts every super bowl weekend is the phoenix open the waste Race management open. phoenix oh. open a lot of fun you'll see the 16th hole 15th or 16th 17th, 15, hole, 15, 17th 16, hole, 16, somewhere 7, up there 16, yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, stadium court the stadium hall part three a lot of fun you know it's the one hole where fans are encouraged to Yell, scream, Be rowdy, drink, drink a little. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you get some a cans little. thrown onto the course. It is what it is. It's a lot of fun, though. And I just think, for me personally, it's a great way to lead into the Super Bowl. So um, we'll have some of that next week. But you have, like, the Pro-Am this weekend, right? Pro-Am right now, Pro- yeah. Pro-Am is on right now. So And then you also have the Senior Bowl this weekend. If you are, you know, some of yes, us love our college yes. football. Senior Bowl is a nice thing to watch because you get to see. I will tell you this. Guys often climb the board on the draft board more because of a an unusually good senior bowl representation than they do at the uh, combine. Like, if some people had a question about a guy, and, you know, say like a defensive end from a smaller school, and he dominates like tackles from Alabama and Tennessee and South Carolina, people are like, oh shit, okay, didn't see this common. Like, sure, you were great at Troy, but you're dominating... You know,
0: Wisconsin lineman. Yes. Like, yeah, yes. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: so to Senior Bowl for those football junkies out there that are interested in the draft, Senior Bowl is a cool thing to watch. And I have it over my shoulder. If you're watching us on YouTube, over my shoulder they are even having on ESPN. They have Senior Bowl practice. So yep. over the next couple of days, you can actually watch these guys practice. And trust me when I tell you that senior bowl practice is probably getting better ratings than the NBA finals as well. So
0: what what NFL teams are coaching? What, what teams uh, Luke them? Getze,
1: the offensive coordinator from the Chicago Bears, is on one team, and I cannot. Texans are not
0: because they don't have a staff really yet. Right? I feel so.
1: li- yeah, I feel like there was a guy who it looked like he had a Texans logo yeah. on. Him. Maybe it was a Falcons logo. I think it was Falcons logo. Okay. The quarterbacks yeah. coach from the Falcons is there also. Pretty. The gotcha. Team, so. But it's just fun. It's a cool thing to watch. You get to see some guys that you may not have seen play because they come from smaller schools showing up and playing well and making a little name for themselves. So fun yep. fun little thing to watch. For Scott Bracey, and am Pete Santa, You've been watching and listening to Bump and Run, and we'll catch you guys next week. Later.